welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. guys, I am so excited for this episode. It was so good. And I'm so honored to get to introduce you to Melanie Ann Lair. This is one of my past one-on-one coaches. I've been in her mastermind. We've been in a mastermind together. And honestly, I still consider her a mentor and an inspiration. She is in my opinion, one of the leaders of this entire industry. And she walks her talk just at such an incredible level. And I'm so grateful for her. You're going to hear me rave about her in this whole interview. To give you a little context, I um, met Melanie a little bit before I was pregnant with Ruby and I hired her. I don't know if it was like right as I knew I was pregnant a little bit before, I believe a little bit before, but I hired her the month that I was pregnant with Ruby. And so fast forward nine months to Ruby being born. That is the one-on-one time that we worked together. And now Ruby's 11 months. So however long ago that is, that's when we worked together and she just changed my entire life. So to give you Uh, a good look at who Melanie really is. Melanie Ann Lair is the creator of the Alpha Femme brand. She coaches women in relationships, mindset, and money. This is what she's coined as trifecta coaching. She is a self-made multimillionaire. Her business generates multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. Honestly, at this point, you guys, it's generating seven figures a month. You're going to hear us talk about that in this episode. She runs live online programs. You've got to be in them. High-level masterminds, and she takes on a select group of one-on-one clients. Her and her fiance are digital nomads, location independent, traveling the world together, coaching men and women into next levels of leadership, love, and wealth. The tagline for the Alpha Femme brand is she who leads herself. We're going to talk about this a ton in this episode because this is what changed my life. This is exactly what Melanie exemplifies in her life and her teachings. Her clients thrive because they embody this standard of radical self-ownership and begin to transform at exponential speed. Melanie's a captivating speaker. You're totally going to see that in this episode. Like the words she say are just, she's going to blow your mind so many times. You're going to want to pause. You're going to want to rewind. You know, she moves people with her magnetic ways. She speaks in a very unique way that truly sets her apart. And even if you've heard something that she speaks of before, it will land with the most inspiring clarity when it comes through her filter. It is with so much excitement and so much honor that Melanie has agreed to join us today. And I am so pumped for you to listen to this. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. Today, I am here with Melanie Ann Lair. I am so excited, Melanie. Hello. Hi. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. 
Oh my gosh. Of course. So Melanie is one of my previous mentors and honestly still a mentor to me. I just like love you so much. And um, I probably already said this in, t- in the intro, but the stuff that I've learned from you is stuff I literally think about every single day. I think about you, Melanie. Things like in my relationship, in my business, in my life, it's like you're always on my mind. I'm always telling people about you. So I'm excited to have you on the podcast and people get to like experience you and the things I've learned from you. I'm so happy. Thank you. Of course. Okay. So do you want to tell people a little bit about your story? Like how did you get to where you are today running a multi-million dollar business? I, this is the craziest thing. I've been doing podcast interviews now probably for since the Alpha Femme brand came to be. So let's say like three and a half years. And in the beginning, when I used to do these podcast interviews, it used to be so easy to tell my story because it was like so close to me. And I was just moving out of the story. And now when people ask me this and I go back to the story, I'm like, it feels as though I'm speaking about someone else. It's the craziest thing to talk about life before Melanie Ann Lair. Because the crazy thing is, I, I actually didn't call myself Melanie Ann Layer for a very long time. I'm French Canadian and people couldn't say Melanie Ann properly. They always butchered my name and made me sound very odd and I didn't like it. So I never used my full name and Anne is my mom's name. So I had my, I have this beautiful name, Melanie Ann, and I never used it because French Canadians butchered it. And I always went by Melanie Layer. And when I, when I launched the Alpha Femme brand, I took on this new identity and it really felt to me like I... I had this vision for who I could be. And I'll talk a little bit about how it came to to be that I decided to be someone else, but I had this vision of who I wanted to be. And I literally had to change everything about who I was to be able to hold the brand that I have today. This Alpha Femme brand, it, it changed my life. It saved my life. It made me someone else. And in order to be the leader of the Alpha Femme brand, I had to calibrate to an ideal of myself that didn't exist yet. This version of me that I've created is a conscious decision I make every single day because this is not the person that I was just a few years ago. Like seven, let's say seven and a half years ago, at this point, almost eight years ago, because it was just coming up in February, I was about to lose everything. I broke up with a partner I'd been with for like seven years and I helped him become the manager at the job I was working at. And when I left him, he broke up. When I broke up with him, he fired me from my job. And I ended up having to work outside of like two hour radius drive outside of where I lived. So I was renting hotels and it was a commission sales job and my heart was broken and I I couldn't sell anymore. Like I lost my, my magic in the sales thing and I just couldn't sell. And it wasn't long before I couldn't afford the hotel anymore. And then I was sleeping in my car in my Honda Civic in the parking lot of a hardware store, a Canadian tire store, trying to do these sales that I used to be so good at, unable to find the power to make a sale, just sleeping in my car, so miserable and so mad at myself and mad at everybody, like feeling like it was everybody's fault that I had no support, that I was alone. I ended up going bankrupt in the front seat of that car and my whole life fell apart. And I blamed everything but myself because in my heart of hearts, I was a good person. Like I'm nice. And this has been a big thing, a big uh, way that I would express myself or define myself in life is I'm a nice person. And nice doesn't get you very far. Kind will take you everywhere, but nice was the detriment of my human soul. Like I did everything for other people and took myself out of the game. And I lived a life that was so far out of alignment that I lost everything so I could find myself again. And I literally Googled 
this is my worst moment that I feel. I Googled the words, how to make your ex-boyfriend cry in my smartphone. Um, and the, the things that came up were like, how to have the relationship of your dreams and how to be, I was like ashamed of myself alone in my car. Like, what is wrong with me? I want to punish this guy. Like, what is up with me? And I started just diving into personal development work for myself, just because I realized that I had a psychological problem. Like, I, I want to make my ex-boyfriend cry. What am I doing? So it, it was for me. It really was to make myself better. And somehow a friend called me out of nowhere having relationship issues. And I started talking about what I had started embodying and what I had started doing for myself. She was like, oh my God, her relationship turned around. She's like, you should be a coach. I was like, what's a coach? Just like the thing you just did for me. That's a coach. I looked it up on social on uh, Google and it was like, you could be a coach. You don't need a certification. I was like, how am I going to do this? So I started this invisible coach business, which was a word of mouth only. People didn't know my name. I didn't have any social media. And I built a six figure business out of the front seat of my car at referrals only. It took a few years before I started on social media. I had no idea what I was doing. I had anxiety about going live. Um, I didn't speak English the way I speak English now. I'm French Canadian. French is my first language. And I was not well-versed in English. I, I taught myself transformational English and I have a very unique way of speaking that's self, self-taught. Like I, you can tell I speak, I have a different way, but it's like dictionary-led English basically um, because my mom's British. I always spoke English, but as a second language, I never wrote it. I never, I never learned it as a, as a first language. So to really dive into this as my main language and learn transformational English to really speak to people and pull them out, like find the words that activate people to their soul. Like that was a whole journey. And the Alpha Fem brand came to be just over three years ago and it's continued to grow and grow and grow. And we're, we're on an all time high right now. And I can't quite believe when I tell the story that the person at the beginning of the story is who I am now is the same person. (laughs) It's insane because I've heard all of those stories, at least a few times now, like being in your different programs and stuff. And it's like, that's so crazy. Even for me to like imagine. And, and honestly, it's happened pretty quick. And the fact that you only started Alpha Femme three years ago. I know. I can't believe that. It was the summer of 2017. So it's going to be four years in July. That's crazy. And I feel like now I remember like, when did I hire you? Like, would it have been like two years ago? Cause before yeah. I, like I had just found out I was pregnant with Ruby or like just before yeah. and now she's 11 months old. So however that nine months plus 11, whatever that is, that's how long ago. And I remember like hearing about you and being like, who is she? Like, I've never heard of her. So, and it's so funny that like now I've heard a few people say that about other people. Like, is she really making, not you, but like about other people, like how is she making that much? I don't even know her. That's like how I felt about you. Like, who is this girl? Like, I've never even heard of her. And she's like a big deal. Like, and now I feel like everyone I know knows about you. Like (laughs) my mind, like when you say like, now you're a big deal. I'm like, it's just me though. Like, it's just me. And it's so fun. It's so fun to watch your life's work work and know that like, it's just, I can't, there's no words to describe this feeling, but it's such, it's such an amazing feeling to watch this work. It's mind blowing. Yeah. And people always ask me what it's like to work with you always (laughs) and what I learned from you and what it was like. And I always say that you are truly the real deal. And honestly, the biggest thing that I've taken from working with you that you embody so well is leadership 
and like leading yourself, walking your talk, like however you want to put it. Like, I feel like we just talked about that constantly. And I got to like work on embodying that more and more. And it's still like one of the things I think about pretty much every day and share with my clients all the time. And you're like one of your main taglines, like mission statements is she who leads herself. And I would just love to hear you like explain, what does that mean? Where did it come from? Like, I want to talk about that because it's been so helpful for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, for me, everything we have is a byproduct. So it's who we are, then what we do, and then what we have, right? What we have is a byproduct. So the impact, the influence, the wealth, the relationship, it's all a byproduct. It stems from who we are first. And the hardest thing in life is to lead ourselves because it is who we are about who we are. It's a self, it's like, you can be, you can lead other people. You can be strong for other people. You can honor your word to other people. But when you are self-projected, a self-projected leader, like I am for me, who I am for you, that's when life starts to change at an exponential rate. I always thought that people did things to me, against me, that they should do something to help me, that if I were going to succeed, it's because something was going to have to happen to me until I realized I had the light, like I had the power. And if I was living in darkness, it wasn't because everyone else was leaving me out of the light. It was because I just wasn't shining the light I had. And it was one of the most difficult realizations because I'm so nice. And if I'm so nice to everyone, then everyone should just be nice to me. And if I give everybody opportunities, then everybody should give opportunities to me. And it felt so simple. Like someone just needs to give me a break. That's all. And I'll be fine. And then I realized if I have the power to give everybody else a break, maybe I have the power to give me a break. And I started leading myself with the same desire for growth and the same love as I did the people around me. Like I, I started treating myself like someone I love. You know, what would I say to a friend who was struggling in a relationship? I'd say, leave. What would I say to a friend who, you know, wasn't living her dream life? I'd say, you're better than this. I started leading myself the way I'd lead someone I love, the way I'd lead someone I believe in. And it changed my life to be my best client, to be the one. Like, I, I realize that in this industry, what you know is awesome, but what people really care about is what you know has done for you. And the only way you can show them what you know has done for you is you got to lead yourself with what you know. And I've embodied these principles as the alpha femme because the alpha is the leader. But the thing with the alpha femme is it's the one who can actually lead herself. And I hear this all the time, women who are like, I'm so good at giving advice. I'm so good at saying other people. And then I go to do it. And I'm like, I can't do it. And it's like, that's the thing that's got to change. You got to say, I'm the best at leading myself. So if I can lead myself, I sure as heck can, can lead you. And I can be there for you because I, I got me and I got you. And that's the most powerful thing that I believe in. And it's the hardest work and the most rewarding work that I've found in this, in this line of, of work. I love it. And it's helped me and it helps a lot of my clients too, because it's like, what I see is women will come to me and they're so smart and they know so much. And it's like, it's, I find like, once you really commit to like, that's what you're going to be a leader in. I say like, it's like the universe, like smacks you across the face with it. And you're like, that area is like such a struggle for you. And then it like knocks down their confidence and they're like, well, I'm not even good at this. And it's just, it's very interesting. But as soon as they really take their power back with that and start being their best client, that's how I put it really simply. 
it's yeah, it just works so much better, you know, and for the marketing, it's like, you have the results of it. Your confidence is there and it, people see it, but it's interesting how that can be like a blind spot. It, well, I say even the best brain surgeons in the world can't give themselves brain surgery <laughs> when it comes to matters of the heart and matters of the brain. It's the hardest thing to do it to yourself, but it's possible. And, and it is exponential, the amount of power that you radiate when you can lead yourself because your, your clients, and this is what I found, like a lot of people in the industry, they shine light on their clients. And it's so important to do that because, you know, we have incredible clients and they do incredible things. But if your clients are killing it and you're not, that says more about your clients than it does about you. The magic is when you're rocking it and your clients are rocking it. And it's like, we're all nailing it. And then it's like, together we rise as a real thing. You got to be a part of that magic. If it's going to be iconic. If it's going to change the world, you've got to be a part of the magic. So you've got to lead yourself as well as you lead the clients that choose you. What do you think like the first step to that is someone who's like, okay, this is really resonating with me, but what do I do? Well, I would say if you were your best client, if you were to sit with yourself and say like, what do I desire? And then what am I not doing? Who am I not being? What are the thoughts that I let govern me? Like, what are the things that I let myself get away with? And sometimes, I mean, it's okay to say, I want to lead myself, but I don't have, I don't have the gumption to do it. I just fall back into my old ways. Okay. Then what are you doing to ensure that someone's holding your back? Like someone's got your back. You know, this is why having a coach is so powerful because it's like, I want to lead myself. And I know that without adult supervision, I do things that are not in alignment for me. So I want to get someone in my world that gives me such a, such a something to look up to. Like when I'm in your world, I want to be better. When I walk with you, I feel like I walk taller. When you're there with me in the room, I feel like I can be everything I want to be. Like hire someone that makes you feel like that. Get someone in your world that gives you those wings to feel like when you're around, I rock it. So be here with me. Not because they'll do it for you, but because they set a standard that raises the bar in your life. I love it. Get a coach. (laughs) Get a coach that's leading herself. Game changer. Another thing, another top thing I've taken from working with you and that you definitely do incredibly is living a really intentional life and creating memories, living a life that you want to remember. And I know there's a lot of benefits to doing that as well, like with your marketing and making sales, but it's also... I'll have you explain it, but it's so powerful and special too. Cause it's like, it's for you and for your family and for your own memories. Like, can you tell people what I'm talking about and what this means to you? Yes. So I think that what's really brilliant about the coaching industry is that different people have different values and those values really lead their brand. And one of the values that I have is a, for me, for you, for us, a win, win, win it has a lot to do with leadership. It has a lot to do with, I, I've coaching changed my life. It saved my life. And I give back with coaching every day of my life. And I believe that who I am on this planet is an actualization of what's possible when a human takes charge of their life, because it wasn't like this. And now it is. And the only difference is I took charge of my life. That's it. And people ask me like, what do you do? How do you, how did you do it? What are the little things? What's your morning routine? What are your rituals? And the fact is those things are all very cerebral. You know, it's like in the morning I wake up and I have a glass of orange juice and then I go, it's all very routine. And that's not how I live my life. As a matter of fact, I try to change things up as much as I can to try to be aware of my life as much as possible. 
So not to create an autopilot routine that ensures excellence, but instead an awareness that ensures love and intentionality and passion and aliveness. Because when I'm aware of of life, I learn things everywhere. Like some of my most powerful metaphors in life come from a moment where I was listening. Like my pineapple season is coming. Like when, when I least expected it, in a moment where it had been so easy to tune out what was happening, I was aware. And this hyper awareness comes from this intentionality that I bring into my life. And what that is, is I realized This is my belief that at the end of our lives, all we're left with is memories and lessons and everything else goes. If it didn't make it to be a memory and it didn't make it to be a lesson, it will go. So how do you remember the most of your life? How do you make it that life doesn't literally just pass you by? Is you've got to extract out of life as much of the memories and the lessons that you possibly can. And to do that, you've got to be aware of the life you're living. So for me, I create moments on purpose. I create memories on purpose. And I realize the more of my senses that are activated, the more I remember. And photographs really help me remember. You know, you'll never see a picture that was taken, even when you were a kid and be like, what? I I don't remember that. You'll look at the picture and you'll be like, oh my God, I remember that. Like the memories are stored, but if we don't have a reason to bring them back up, we forget them. So for me, it's about creating these intentional moments I will never forget. So most of my life, is, is in this time capsule that's mine that I, I can look back on and be like, oh my gosh, I remember that moment. I remember that moment. So I will intentionally every day create moments that take my breath away to really anchor in how I'm feeling, the gratitude I'm feeling, the beauty I'm seeing, the smell I'm smelling, the sound I'm hearing. I, I feel it all so powerfully. And in that transmission that I'm feeling of gratitude, of love, of beauty, I anchor it in, I, I take it, and then I share it. So I get to use my social media like a diary that holds all of my memories, my energetics, my charge. And as I'm posting from this real place for me, it impacts my audience and the world. And it's this for me, for you, for us. Like I live my life for me, for you, for us. That's the vibe. So you're not just sitting at your desk all day, like typing away, working. (laughs) Like I, so this year with COVID, it's been a little crazy because I've been a digital nomad ever since I went bankrupt. Like when I lost everything, I lost everything. I never went back to having a house. We just traveled. And this year we bought two properties. One is an island north of Montreal. And it's got this, it's just, it's in the middle of the river. It's where I am right now. And I love to just walk on the island and go right up to the river and hear the river rushing and the trees, like century old white pine trees, hundred foot tall trees on this island. And I just walk the island and I feel these like these feelings. And I feel like I, it, I could just cry. I watch the snow, the way like the freshly fallen snow and the sound of the river. And I'm so connected to beautiful things. And from that place, I'll like sit with the sound of the river and write something. And the most epic stuff comes out, but I'm not sitting at a desk. I've, I'm, I'm standing in the middle of the forest on a land that I own in the middle of a river. Like, you know, it's like, where do I, where do I write? I've, I, I wrote, some of my best work in the car on the way back from sightseeing the road to Hana or the pineapple plantation in, in Hawaii. Like I see things and I listen for the lesson and the memory. And then I quiet my mind with, a, I love to write to, to sound like waves or music with no words. And I get, I feel something like once I feel something in the moment that I'm in, something comes through every time. So the goal is just to get myself to a point of authentic feeling. And I always channel everything I need. 
And it's like, I love that you shared that about everything that's been going on with COVID and stuff, because that's like an excuse I've been getting from clients of like, well, I'm stuck at home. We're in lockdown. My life's boring. That's like a huge one. My life is too boring. I have nothing to show. Um, so I have an interesting question. What's a memory that's really powerful and special to you that, cause I feel like it's easy to hear like, okay, Melanie, you're walking around on your Island. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. so what's something that was just really simple that was a moment to remember that you were able to create because you were very intentional. And I want to say like the fact that this is my Island blows my mind, but <laughs> there are rivers and trees yeah. everywhere, you know? Um, Kevin and I have brought in both houses have brought the, the mattresses out into the living room right in front of the fireplace. And we sleep on the floor in the living room by the tree, by the fire every night. I live my life. Like I'm a teenager who just found out she was allowed to be at home alone. Like I'm allowed to do whatever I want. This is the life that I live. Like I have memories with Kevin of when we had no money in the worst times and we were so stuck and we, we were staying in the crappiest places and the, the, the genuine love that we've had through this whole voyage. Like I remember this one night where we were staying at this awful motel, like beyond awful, like the worst place I've ever stayed in my whole life. And we had no money to go to the restaurant. We had no money for food. We like, we literally got into a situation that was very bad. And we looked through the car. We found chains. We were able to buy two chicken breasts and a red pepper. And we, this motel, this awful motel had a dirty, awful barbecue. And we were, we cleaned the barbecue and Kevin cooked these two chicken breasts and the red pepper on the barbecue. And I felt so embarrassed because I felt like it was all my fault and I couldn't look at him. And I was sitting next to him in this God awful place in the sunset. And it was just awful. And all of a sudden these like little twinkling lights came on in the darkness and we're sitting outside in the darkness with these little twinkling lights in this crappy piece of chicken with these peppers. And I'm so embarrassed and I feel so bad. And all of a sudden he puts his music on, on his phone, this country song. And he just stands up and he like puts his arm out to like dance with me outside. I felt like the most awful human in the, on the planet. And he's standing in front of me wanting to dance with me in the middle of this awful place. And I'm just like, Oh my God. And I started dancing with him in the middle of chaos. And I just felt so loved and I felt so safe and we had nothing. Like, I didn't even know what we were going to eat tomorrow. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I'm dancing with him and these little lights came on and I'm just focusing on everything that's beautiful. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I, I could have nothing. And as long as I've got him, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm so lucky. And I remember just feeling so, so much gratitude and journaling that night about how much I loved my life. And I had no idea where I was going to rest my head the next night. So now I walk on an Island and I, and I, I watch the snowfall and I hear the river that it's like around my home and I can't believe the life I have, but this level of gratitude and intentionality, I felt when I had nothing. And when I experienced more pain and fear than joy, I still anchored in the joy. So it's like who you are before you have it all dictates who you are when you have it all. So start now because it really matters. I love that. That's so <laughs> special. And that's the perfect example that it doesn't, 
have to cost a lot of money or be anything all that like luxurious. It's not about that at all. It's about the intentionality and the memories. And you had me tearing up, Melanie. I'm like, why am I crying about Melanie Kevin dancing? And you know, like if you watch my Instagram story, you'll see like things that make me genuinely happy in life that I'm able to really just get so excited about are like the perfectly poured latte. This makes my life. Um, A well-executed fire, wherever it is, like if there's fire roaring, I'm in an epic mood. Journaling, like journaling makes me so happy. It's like fresh journals, my magazines. Like I love to take a picture of like my coffee and my magazine and my like we don't have a lot of furniture in our homes because we're getting an extension on this house and it, it doesn't make sense to buy new furniture because we get covered with, with dirt and stuff. So we have tiny little things. Like if you were to see my house right now, it's mostly empty with tiny little things, but I take pictures of the perfect thing and I look for beauty in every corner of everything. Like you got to look for the beauty and then you find it and then it becomes easier to find. And now there's beauty everywhere, but I found it where there was very little of it. And now I can't look away from it. And I think that's, that's the, the magic that happens when you go on a quest to find as much beauty as you can find in your life. I love it. You're so good at that. I feel like if everyone could just be like a little bit more intentional, their life would just feel, feel better to them. Be more I agree. Yeah. Aw. Okay. Switching gears a little. Talk about oh. money. So you, as we're recording this in the first month of the new year, you have just closed your best year. You've been having million dollar months. Like what, Melanie? That's so insane and incredible. I have an interesting question. Is there a lesson or something last year that you feel like you embodied better than ever in 2020 that has allowed this to happen? I know there's probably so much to it, but what comes up with that? So you asked me before, like, what's the, what's the magic or what's the goal of being so intentional and and leading yourself? And I give myself an intentional word or an intentional context, like a, a, a vision for the year. And I lead myself with that vision in mind the whole year. And the idea is that it's not like the next year, that's not my vision anymore. And I take something else. It's that. And then I add another vision on top of it. So I'm solidifying my context of life. So last year's context was evolution and growth over a lifetime. That was the idea. So what I did last year and what came through me as far as messages that I really channeled for last year was it isn't about what you do this year. It's about what you do in your lifetime, but what you do this year will be a part of your lifetime. So live this year in alignment with that. So I had given myself a goal. So I'm, I'm Canadian. So in Canadian dollars, I wanted to do like a $10 million year. That would, that would have been like mind-blowing to me. And then, you know, the next level would be to do a $10 million US year. So I put that on my vision board and I had thought this is my five-year plan is to have a $10 million year, which would be like insane in the mind, a $10 million year. And in September, we had a million dollar month and I was like, uh, um, what? And, and, and October, we had an eight point something million or eight point eight hundred and something thousand. And then November, we had another million dollar month. And then in December, we ended with 1.3 million, 1.7 million Canadian. And we ended the year with $9 million Canadian. And this was a five-year goal to make 10 million. And we ended with $9 million. And I'm like, how the heck did this happen? Because I didn't plan to have a million dollar month this year. And I didn't plan to have a $10 million year this year. But what I did was, I aligned myself with the woman who was building an eight-figure-a-year business. 
I aligned myself with, there's no time pressure whatsoever. This is who I'm becoming. Because I realized I was so stressed about time in my 20s. I thought if I wasn't married and, and had a baby by 25, I was a failure. And I would end up going bankrupt and breaking up with my guy at 25. So I was a failure, you know? Timing was everything. And I relinquished, I just released this need to have it happen in a certain time frame. And I trusted the timing of the universe. I just said to myself, I'm going to give my best and I'm going to let my best get better. And as my best gets better, eventually I'm going to align with this goal. However long it takes, it doesn't matter. And I'm just going to love my life and live intentionally for me, for you, for us every day of my life until those numbers come. And the numbers came so fast, it made my freaking head spin. We started the year with $200,000, $300,000 months, and we ended with $1.3 million US month. I'm mind blown. So this is the thing. You do your best, your best gets better, and you don't limit yourself with time. You make a decision for who you're going to be in your entire life, what your next goal is, and then you hold a strong vision that everything filters through, and you act in alignment with that. You lead yourself the best you possibly can, and you get support if you feel like you can't every step of the way, and you just walk towards this goal you have, but not in a mind of trying to calculate numbers. It's an energetic expansion. Who do I become as I am this woman? Who do I become as I become this woman? And how do I lead myself? And who do I be? And everything just came together at hyperspeed. I've never experienced growth like this in all of my life. I'm mind blown. I love that. I feel like this is a section people are going to need to rewind re-listen to because that was so good <laughs> like, wait can we pause this but we're live <laughs> so good I love it I, that's insane I was I was wondering about that like going from like two or three hundred thousand dollar months all over a million a million plus like what used to be normal 1.3 that's insane that's so good same kind of leap the first year I made a million because the first month was a $20,000 month and we ended the year with a million. So anyone that's listening to this, that's had a $20,000 month as a, as for January could end the year at a million. How, how mind blowing is that? Right. And I always find like, I do this and so many clients come to me with this of like, as soon as we feel not on track, yeah, we kind of count it out. And I, I did that, um, like the year before last where it was like, well, now I'm not even on track. So I just counted it out. Do you know what I mean? So very interesting. Like when I think of it in September of this year, it was a million. And then in October of this year was 800,000, 830,000 and November was a million and December was 1.3 million. So I made like half of what I like at more than half in the last quarter. So the, the thing with track is track is time. And when you operate on time, you operate in the field of predictability and the field of predictability is the human field. If you're going to play with money in the quantum field and you want, you want quantum leaps and unrealistic goal leaps, then you can't function in the human realm. It doesn't work. What's predictable and what's human is mathematics. And there is nothing mathematic about what happened in my world these last three years. And I had a client this year who was like, I'm, she's trying to figure out how to make hundred thousand dollar months. And she told me I sat down and I, I wrote everything down and I'm trying to figure out. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if I did that just for fun. This was after a million dollar month. I sat down, it was in October and I wrote down how, how could I make a million dollars a month? And I swear on paper, it doesn't even work. Even yeah. now that I've done it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work out because 
it doesn't take into consideration miracles. It doesn't take into consideration the thing you didn't expect. And it's like, you didn't know I existed. And then all of a sudden, someone tells you I'm worth looking at. And the next thing you hire me. And now it's been a couple of years and we're friends and I'm on your podcast. And it's like, how did I know you were going to come into my life? I didn't. So if I would have needed to know in order for you to come, you never would have. So if you relinquish the need to know who's coming and you instead be an energetic match and you be ready so that when the people come, you're ready for them, then magic happens in the world because you become the person people find and you make magic happen with them. And that's just what I do. I sharpen my sword every day to make sure that whoever's going to find me, I'm so ready when they find me. Whoever's coming, I'm so ready for you when you come because that's all I can do. I can't go get you. I can't plan for you. I don't know you, but energetically I'm ready for you. And when you're ready, magic happens. So that's the leading yourself part. You make yourself the best bet. You make yourself the best place to be. And you, you just know that people are coming. So when you had the million, the first million dollar month, was there like going into that month or a point in that month where you were like, wait, I'm actually going to hit this. Like how much of a surprise was that? Like short-term, do you know what I mean? It was mind blowing. I did a masterclass called the E squared masterclass, the energetics and emotions of money. It was a free masterclass. It was a five day masterclass. And I said, I'm recording this free and then I'm taking it down and I'm going to charge for it. It's going to be like a a little course people can buy afterwards. So I knew I was going to go all in with this free thing. And I I was so excited about it. I'd never expected so many people to show up for it. It was a huge masterclass. People showed up like crazy and people were sharing it. And at the end of it, when I started talking about my offers and my, my year long container and my things, the sales went bananas. Like I could not believe what was happening. We made like half a million dollars in two days. And I was like, it was like the 14th of the month and we'd made like $700,000. I was like, oh my God, this could be a million dollar month. But it still didn't make sense because I had nothing to sell. I had nothing planned between the middle and the end that would make $300,000. But somehow it came. And I didn't hustle or push or go out of myself or do anything out of alignment to make it. I just held the frequency. And we crossed, we ended with 1 million 14, no, 1 million, 1, 1 million 92,400 and something. So it really wasn't something you could have planned for. <laughs> no way. No way. Because the E squared thing showed up. I, I, I thought about it on the 2nd of September. So I didn't even know that I was going to do it. Wow. And then It was a masterpiece. It was an absolute masterpiece. But that month I had the most fun ever in my life. It's the month I bought my house. It's the month I was so in alignment. I was so intentional. It's probably in all of my year. If I look at the year that I, or the month that I took the most photos, it was the month of September. Like everything I say, everything I am, everything I teach was September. And I'll never forget September. September was life altering in my world. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. I'm glad I asked that. I love that. So how would you, um, I know this is probably very, very similar to what you've been saying, but a lot of people are thinking monthly Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing this. A lot of people, including me have the goal of doubling their monthly income. 
And what I've even noticed, like if I'm just asking this question selfishly and like vulnerably to my whole audience, I've already been doubling my income last year, like 20K. Then I started hitting 50K. Then I started hitting 100K, like basically doubling. And now thinking about, okay, doubling again to 200K. It's like, I can't see how, right? And that's what I've seen with a lot of people. So how do you like move through that when you're thinking like monthly, your next goal, like I want to do that now type of thing? So, okay. While we've been on this podcast, have you felt a feeling of like lifting a little bit? Yeah. Like a feeling. So in, whenever you're in my world, cause I have a very close relationship with all my clients in my heart, even after we were done working together, like I still hold them energetically. I feel them. I love them. And I, and I have goals for them. And we've had the awesome thing of being in a mastermind together. And when you were talking about your goals, I gave you a few talks, you know, and in those talks, when I envisioned speaking to you, I imagined holding your, your uh, elbows and lifting you. So I could see you in my eyes. Like I imagined holding you and talking to you. And this is the vision I always have when I'm speaking to you is I hold you and I, I lift you to speak to you. I don't know why this is the vision that I have always when I do this and I hold you really tight and I speak to you. And as I hold you in this frequency until I feel like you feel me, I keep talking. And I remember twice we talked and you were like, I want to do this goal. And I was like, she's going to hit it. And I I held you as I spoke to you through the message. And I was like, you're going to hit this goal. And this is what's going to happen. And until I heard you speak to me and I was like, we're on the same frequency. I just knew you were going to hit the goal. Like I just knew you were going to hit the goal and you hit the goal. So here's the thing that I know. We have to feel something inside where we know we're going to hit it. It's the only thing we need. You need to know like you're held by the universe. Like something's lifting you like inside of you. There's this feeling like something is holding me and it can be a person who says the right thing at the right time, or it can be a thought that you have that you feel lifted by, but it's really just this secure raising energy. That's like, I'm held by the knowing that this is coming and that this is available to me. Surround yourself with people who double their money. This is a very good way to do it. Surround yourself with people who double their money. Surround yourself with people who do what you want to do next, like a fart in the wind. Like $200, a fart in the wind, be around those people because they will make it feel so fun to go for that. Because the pressure of what if I don't make it or what if I'm not good enough and what if I can't do it, that doesn't exist around people who are like, I made $200 today, $200,000 today. Like it doesn't exist around those people, that fear. So surround yourself with people who are making this money and who feel so light about it. That's the first thing. And just know this, in the universe, in the quantum field, there's absolutely no difference between 200,000 and 100,000. They're just numbers. They don't mean anything. You're the one who creates a meaning in the physical world. The heavier the meaning is, the more you feel your body drop. The more you feel it in the pit of your stomach. The more your mind asks how. The more you're lifted in the way you feel about the money, you're going to feel your body lift. You're going to feel the energy rise. You're going to feel it higher in your body. And it's going to lift you and pull you. When you're feeling it higher in your body, it's coming. Heavy question, human fear is all one thing. People don't know how. You don't need to know how. You've just got to know it's possible. Feel in your body that you're going to love it when it happens for you. Enjoy the process of building it and let go of time. Let it lift you. Feel the feeling of literally being lifted by your dream. And hold it in that frequency because there's only desire and the lack of it. So if you're going to call it in, it's only going to happen 
and the desire of it. And you'll be able to hold it and feel it even for your clients. When you're speaking to them, imagine you're holding them. And then imagine if you were to let go, would they drop back down? If they were to drop back down, you're not done. When you feel like you're talking to them and when you let go, they're still holding that upright position. You're like, yeah, they got it. I feel that in people and I feel it from you. Like I, I think you're going to have one heck of a year. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. You're a trailblazer. You have such a unique way of doing things. You have such an amazing personality. You make people feel safe. You make people feel home. You make people feel it's, you're a very real person. So when you do it, the world changes because you don't do it in a way that's, that looks unattainable or that looks like, well, of course she can do it. She's got this. You do it in a way that is like the way everyone wants to do it in a way where you get to have a daughter and you have a family and your life works and you're just effortlessly rich. Like that's the thing that you've got. So when you do it, you do it for you and the world and the world rises, the more wealthy you are. So let that rise you and just know you were meant for this. And the more you succeed, better the world is. You might as well succeed. It's good for the whole planet. Every time you have more success, the planet rises. So 200,000 is in the bank and I can't wait for you to tell me it's there. And I'm like, of course it is. What's next? I'm so excited for you and your clients. They're in such good hands. Like you are world-class. Oh, thank you so much. That was perfect. Yay. Yay. I'm like, wow, what do we even follow with, with that one? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Really. That means a lot. My last question Besides when we tell people how to go find you after they're like, oh my God, this was incredible and life-changing. Making a lot of money, whatever that means. How, why, like what's the why behind what you're going for? How do you continue to have the desire for more when there's definitely already overflow? Mm-hmm. This is actually probably the most amazing, important question to end with. So you will never have enough money to make up for the human feeling of fear because the human feeling of fear will always be there your whole life. It doesn't matter how successful you are. And people think that they can tame the fear with things. They can't. This is why we see people who are so wildly successful and rich with beautiful partners and they're miserable and they're numbing with drugs and alcohol and all kinds of crazy things, they're not happy because they thought that they could get to a level of success that would numb the human fear. That does not exist. You will always wonder what happens if the money stops. You'll always wonder what will happen if it's not enough. You will always wonder what happens beyond this success. What if it doesn't last because you're human? So here's what I have tr- I've decided. I don't do this for the money. Money is the byproduct. If I did it for the money... I'd have stopped a long time ago. I do this for the evolution and growth over a lifetime. I do this because the way I've pictured it, I've chosen a mountain to climb in my life and it's a mountain with no peak. And I climb this mountain and there's beautiful views at every single, you know, every single level on this mountain. I, I hit a new level and I look at it, I'm like, God, the view's beautiful from up here. And I, when I look up, there's more mountain. There's no peak. And I know there's no peak. I chose this mountain. And I know that I will walk it my whole life. So I'm not doing this to make more money and I'm not doing this to have more success. And I'm not doing this because I'm chasing the peak of this mountain. I'm doing it because at every level, there's a more beautiful view. One that I have the privilege to see in this lifetime. And with every level of wealth, I've been able to give more, do more, be more for the world. But even more than that, I'm able to hold the space for different leaders. I know what it feels like to be at a certain point in my business and and have very limited choices of who I can follow that's going to inspire me 
and be like, who else is continuing past this point and not doing it from a place of ego that I can't relate to? How can I find someone who still has a soul on fire, even though it works for them? So I've taken it as a personal mission to be the light high up in the mountain. There's going to be so many coaches and so many leaders in everyone's life that's going to walk the path. There's going to be leaders three steps ahead of the game. There's going to be leaders 10 steps ahead of the game. My goal is that no matter who's on this mountain with me, there's always a light. And I, I, I want to be that person. And I know that it'll make my relationship better. And I know that it'll make my wealth increase. And I know that it'll make my brand even more powerful. But that's the byproduct of a life well-lived the power of a life that matters. And that's what I, that's why I do this work because I feel inside a way I never thought it was possible to actually feel the level of joy and of gratitude and of pride that I feel on a daily basis doesn't come from the results. It comes from the climb. So I'm not going to stop walking is this beautiful thing, like one foot firmly planted in desire and one foot walking towards the next thing that I want. That's the walk. One foot in desire, one foot in gratitude, one foot in desire, one foot in gratitude, one foot on the ground, one foot moving, one foot on the ground, one foot moving. That's the walk that creates the magic. It's not the result. The result is ephemeral. You have it for a moment, you celebrate it, and you desire something else already. But when you master the walk, then you can walk forever without chasing what's next and actually feel grateful for the walk itself. And that's why I keep doing what I do now. Perfect. So good. Amazing. So how can people get in touch with you? I have a link that we're going to link that sends people to one of your master classes, which is going to be awesome, but we're on social. Cause you guys need to see these beautiful photos, the new master classes she's going to be putting out. So where should they go follow you if they feel called? So the craziest thing is still at this point with multi-million dollar brand, there's no website. So you can't just find <laughs> on a website. If you Google Alpha Femme, you're going to find my swag. You're going to find notebooks and water bottles. So that's not the place. Um, the best place, honestly, is my Alpha Femme Instagram and my just my personal profile on Facebook. I also have a group, my Alpha Femme group, where I go in as well. But whenever I have a free masterclass, I'm posting it in my IG story and I'm posting it on my personal page. So if you're, if you're following me on Instagram and you're my friend on Facebook, you will always be in the loop of all the things. That's what I thought. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much, Melanie. This was incredible. I'm so excited to share it with everyone. I loved this. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Awesome. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.